Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. And welcome to another edition of Carnivore Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Sherman, along with Dr. Eric Lopkin. And we have Joanne Brandy, who is a, um, a life and happiness coach. And I think it's very apropos, isn't it, Eric, especially during these times? It is. You know, coping with the current situation is so stressful. It's always good to have somebody to give a little advice about how we can get through this. And I think because it is an advice show, uh, maybe we can throw out the number early because, you know, you never know. A lot of people may be thinking, you know, how do I get through this? What do I do for my next steps? All of the above. How can they uh, join the show, Eric? You can join us by calling 563-999-3693. That's 563-999-3693. All right, well, Joanna, um, you know, I guess to start everything off, we're in unique times. And one of the things you do is, um, you, well, let's explain a little bit about, you know, what you do and, uh, and how you help people first. Sure, sure. Well, I'm, I'm both a happiness coach and I am a chief happiness officer. So typically I work inside businesses helping leaders create a more positive culture, I'm teaching them skills that come right out of the science of happiness. They're evidence-based skills. Teaching them how to communicate better, teaching them how to build better relationships, teaching them how to create meaning, teaching them uh, how to create the kind of place where you'd want to come and work. You know, Mm -hmm. so we we spend most of our life at work, and organizations don't seem to want to have a discussion about how do we help these people become happy while they're here? How, how do we make sure that they're feeling good about being here? Because there's a boatload of evidence that says when people are happy coming to work, they're more productive, they do better work, and the statistics on creativity and innovation are phenomenal. So who in this day and age wouldn't want their people to be as maximally creative as they possibly could be? Yes, and we also you know, did talk uh, before you coming on and uh, really had a great discussion that your principles also you do work with people in terms of how they can be happier. And one of the things that I think would be very interesting, especially for our listening audience, is during this pandemic, you know, what are some of the principles that you, that you, that you foster and uh, focus on in, let's just say, the corporate environment? How could that apply to the individual that may feel isolated, might feel removed? Let's say they were in a transition to transitions sure. into new goals, no new mm-hmm. vocations. How do you how do you navigate? And one thing long winded question, but the other thing is, <laughs> you know, I and I've heard this, you know, on a, another show, this was a new show that and I thought it was an interesting principle that most people 
can deal with things for a month or two or what have you. But with this pandemic kind of having no end in sight, you know, how do you keep going? So yeah, this is a challenge. I'm sure you'll handle it. Well, that's okay. I'm in the boat too. You know, this is this is really where you know we are. Um, or as someone said, we're in the same storm. Not everybody's in the same boat, but we're all in the same storm. So I think the first piece of advice I give everybody, including myself on a regular basis, is don't believe everything you think. Because what the does brain, that mean? what does that mean? That means that the brain is actually. Designed to, designed to keep us safe, not to keep us happy. But because mm-hmm. we think anywhere from 60,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day, and a good 80% of those are the same thoughts we thought yesterday, and a good 80 to 90% of those are typically negative, if we actually listen to the garbage that's going on in most of our heads, we, we're, we're frightening ourselves. And and we're cutting off what happens when we go into fear, and that's what a whole lot of people are in. And I made the mistake of turning on network TV last night because I hadn't done it in about a week. I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll just – I know, I know. And I was in the kitchen, and, you know, the TV's on the other side. And I said, you know what, I'm I'm never standing here at 630 at night. So I thought just – I, I, you know, you know, you know the drill. I turned it on. I was like, oh my God, is this what people watch every day? Because the reality is that, and you know, you know the the old adage, if it if it if it bleeds, it leads, right? Sure. So it's yes, oh. these things may be happening, but the, the emotion with which they're said, the drama with which they're pursued, you know, I I got about 15 minutes into it, and I said, okay, that's enough. <laughs> I Protecting don't need to know this self. stuff. Well, you have because think, you have to. I think and Eric I think had that's a comment. The key. Oh, Eric, go ahead. Sorry. But oh, no. no, he's just he's just referring to the fact that for the last I would say probably two months, I have avoided network news at all costs yeah. because they're just perpetrating fear and perpetuating it. And and what does that do if you know the science? When you're in fear. You are just you're killing your own immune system. When when the body goes into fear or anger or negative emotion and stays there for more than five minutes, just think about that time frame. It shuts down your immune system for up to six hours. Hmm. So at a interesting. I also think I like what you think about what you said about um, they're just. Thoughts. Maybe you can elaborate on, on that a little bit more until we go into the immune system, because that's obviously very appropriate as well. Um, I've heard experts in psychology talk about that. They're just a thought. It doesn't make it real. Explain to our that's, listening audience what that's all about, because I find that oh, fascinating, because wow. most people <laughs> believe their thoughts are reality. I think, well, I I most to, people do. I used to think my thoughts were reality, and I literally would drive myself crazy. They're just thoughts, and many of them are random. And quite frankly, I believe that many of them are not even ours. What do you mean by that? Well, you're in a crowd of of people. You're hearing a lot of people talk about a lot of things. All of a sudden, you go home, and your head is swimming, swimming with all kinds of ideas. Or you're making something up. That's one thing I'm... I consider myself a visionary person. We can have a conversation. Eric and Jeff, you could say to me, uh, let's, 
plan a new speech or let's go ahead and let's do a new business together or let's discuss an idea for a radio program. Well, I'm going to jump right in there and I'm going to have a million ideas because my number one strength is creativity. Now, mm-hmm. that's a downfall. That's a downfall when you are ruminating on something negative. Because what because happens it destroys, with, it, it destroys creativity? Oh, yes. Okay, that's interesting. Oh, yes. Well, here's yeah, because, what happens. Uh, actually, that's kind of an interesting concept as well, because if you're looking to... Go ahead. Eric? No, no I was... Gonna, I was going to have you guys hold that thought because we had a caller, but we just lost him. Oh, okay. sorry. Well, that's, <laughs> I, oh, unfortunately. I, I talked fast. You have to jump in here, Eric. <laughs> Maybe we can send out the number again, Eric. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if Eric, you'd like to be four. part of the conversation, if you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can call us at 563-999-3693. That's 563-999-3693. Three six nine three. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. So we're talking about uh, creativity and how I guess negative emotional thoughts can destroy that. So I would say if you're trying to create a better life and think outside the box, living in fear or being in fear is going to really undermine that, isn't it? It does because it actually narrows your brain function. Just if you think about it, um, it when we were not living in houses, when we were when we were on the savannah or in the woods or wherever we lived, you know, out in the, out in the wagon train. Um, the, the, the human system is designed to point out when there's danger. So if you hear a noise, all of a sudden your, your whole system is now alerted to the fact that there could be a danger. So you look on the ground to see if you see footprints or you look up into the trees to look and see if there are broken branches. You look for what the danger is but in order to be able to take us out of danger in those physically um, physically uh, situate those physical situations what has to happen is that our brain function has to narrow so the part of our brain that goes offline is the neocortex now the neocortex is the executive function of the brain so you're left in the primal parts of the brain there are several parts of the brain and two of them are you know, primal functions, and they're there to keep us safe. So when that happens, when you are, you know, ruminating about something, that's, that's, and that's what we do, we go on it for a long time, you know, especially with the Internet. You know, we can see something bad, and then we can keep clicking, and we can see worse stuff and more worse stuff and worse stuff after that. And what happens is that what you're taking offline is the part of the brain that can get you out of there. You're taking you're taking away the creativity when your neocortex is shut down. So Sounds counterintuitive, I, but interesting. Yes. Well, you know, we just don't learn this stuff, and that's that's the challenge. Is that we really don't know how our own bodies and brains function very well. So we go. I call it going down the rabbit hole, and I am really good at that. So. Welcome to the club. No one does it better. I'm sorry. I've never (laughs) met you personally. I think I get the award. I'm going to give myself the award without even knowing you. Okay, I want an example. I want an example. Where did you go down the rabbit (laughs) hole? Tell me where you went down the rabbit hole. Let me get an example. Go ahead. Uh, I couldn't even tell you. In other words, if things start, if I get some negativity, I will go down that hole in a matter of seconds. That's right. And it'll take like someone like Dr. Lockton. To get me out of it. <laughs> he can attest to that how many times I was like, 
and and while you're and while you're going down and while you're going down the rabbit hole your body is producing adrenaline which is very helpful if you need to run like hell right and Mm -hmm. uh, your body is producing cortisol and your body body is producing 50 different biochemicals while you're going down the rabbit hole and they're all designed to get you to fight or flight well or, or freeze one or the other and they're not they're not designed for your long-term health so while you're doing that all of the wonderful biochemicals that were working to keep you safe all of the all of the processes inside your body like digestion your immune system all of that shuts down so Dr. I, this was this was really difficult for me to understand way back when i didn't know when i learned the chemistry when i learned the science my whole life changed because it's like I am doing that to myself. Oh my gosh! But how many people do that in the society? I would say most people don't know. Most people do all the concept we've just outlined. They're just thoughts, or what they do to your creativity. What do they do to your actual ability to overcome what you're facing? That's it. That's exactly it. And then what happens uh, is they become what uh, you know. Do you remember Dr. Daniel Amen? See him on public television no, I, a lot. No, I don't. The, the brain. He's a brain doctor. Fascinating oh, yeah, he's guy. On yes, yes. Fascinating yeah. guy. And then what happens is when you have these thoughts, now you've got these sixty to eighty thousand thoughts swimming around in your head, most of them are negative. Some of them become what he calls ants, A N T S, automatic negative thoughts. They mm-hmm. they have very little meaning, but you've been just doing them for a long time, you know, it's just your automatic negative thought. Uh, I'm not good enough or I don't know if I can get over that or, you know, my family this so you know the the automatic negative oh i have to go and see my in-laws this weekend and then the automatic negative thoughts come that kind of stuff and what happens there is that it seems that those automatic negative thoughts which we don't really own anymore you know we may have thought them two years ago but now we keep thinking the same things over and over again they stimulate the areas of the brain that are responsible for depression and anxiety and then we don't know why we're depressed and then we medicate it Wow. Dr. Lockett? Mm. Yeah, all of this is very fascinating. I mean, especially since most people don't realize that there's a neurological basis to all of this. You mm-hmm. know, your brain, when you have a thought, when you see or hear something, or when you have a dream, your brain can't tell the difference between what's something real that you're perceiving or something you're just thinking. In both cases, it just creates a neural pathway for that action or thought. And the more times you do that, yes, and the more times you do that, the easier that thought becomes to have. So if you're constantly thinking, oh, I'm not good enough, or I can't do this, that thought actually becomes easier and easier each time. And it creates that rabbit hole. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So it actually becomes your reality. Of course. 
Because yes, neurons that fire together, Eric's just totally right there. Neurics, the neurons that fire together wire together. So when you when you when you ruminate, when you go down the rabbit hole, you're just big. You're digging a bigger trench, and you go there quicker because you've built a neural pathway that says, "Oh, why you hear a bad news, you're going to go down the rabbit hole." That could happen to me, right down the rabbit hole. Huh. But the good news is, exactly. here's the good news. Here's, here's the good news: neurons that fire together Actually, wire together. Joanna, hold on to that good news because we have to take a quick break. Okay. So we'll be ri- we'll be right back. Next Thursday, you will be caught in an extreme flash flood. Disasters don't plan ahead, but you can. Talk to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. Get started today at ready.gov/plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. And we're back. And if you want to be part of the conversation, you can call us at 563-999-3693. That's 563-999-3693. So, Joanna, tell us the the upside of all of this. Well, the upside of all this is that when we start thinking more positively, when we start expressing more gratitude, when we start isolating the good stuff in our life and focusing on that – those neurons will fire together and continue to wire together. So the pathway to happiness gets stronger and stronger over time. You build happiness the same way you would build a bicep. It's like a muscle. Okay, but let me, so, let me ask you. Doctor had a great question. So we're living in this pandemic. People are, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to become more of a reality. I hate to be oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Funny. But I think it's going to be more of a reality in terms of, I think there was some, maybe some, some hope of, you know, that it wasn't going to be that bad economically as it, you know, first became apparent that, you know, right. it, it may be another Great Depression. But I think people got some some positive vibes, whatever. So my point is like how 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 do you how do you how do you not go there? How do you flex or build up some of the positive infrastructure? Well, first of all, you put yourself in a position where you're with positive people or you start that discussion with friends. And you make sure you are as much as you can be surrounded by positivity and not negativity. And that little commercial that was just in there, you know, we are in a terribly challenging situation. And, you know, being here in Florida where we get hurricanes all the time on top of everything else, having a plan is a good idea. So, you know, it's not a bad idea to make some plans and then put the plan in a file folder and leave it there because then that takes a part of your brain and says, okay, if something does happen, my family knows what to do or, you know, here's my, here's my doctor's information or here are what my wishes are or any of those things. We're in a very unusual situation. But when we don't write things down and put them in a file folder and, and, and complete them, what happens is that stuff just keeps sitting in our mind and going round and round and round. And what if this and what if that and what if that? So take care of what you need to take care of. Make sure you have your food, your toilet paper or whatever else you, you need. And then shift your focus. Shift your focus to what you do have rather than what you don't have. Sure. For many about, of us, you talk about surrounding, you know, surrounding yourself with positive people. There are a lot of people uh, with no fault of their own that are isolated. I mean, and, and if only, the only input you're getting is, as you said, the mainstream news, how do you not go down, if you will, that rabbit hole? Well, I think if you have a computer, and most people do, I mean, I know there are some that don't, but I think there are so many positive things. There are so much good news when you look for it. 
there are so many people that are doing, you know, you can join a choral group over the internet. You can, you can, one thing that, one thing that gives us positive emotion is the experience of awe. So going on the internet and opening up a, a browser that takes you through the Grand Canyon or up into the mountains or into nature, if you can't get out and be in nature, the closest you can get to nature is looking at gorgeous photographs of nature, for instance. This takes effort. This really, really takes effort. But this is, this is a survival thing. If we want to be strong enough to fight off this germ, we need to build our own immune systems. And when you experience positivity in any form, when you experience positivity, your body produces more T-cells. So if it makes you happy to watch comedians on TV, watch comedians on TV. If you are older and you had favorite comedians when you were younger, go find Ralph Cramden and go find I Love Lucy and go find those things that gave you joy. Pull out That's the photo interesting to say that because I know someone that uh, actually has a consulting firm, does a lot in marketing, and believes from this pandemic nostalgia will be bigger than ever, especially with, well, in any generation because people always – hunker back or focus back mm-hmm. I mean obviously times are better and it's hard not to have times that are better when you're in this situation absolutely and I think of a very important skill is to, is to ask yourself what I call asset focused questions asset focused appreciating or empowering questions so instead of saying how did we get into this mess you know, ask the question what does this make possible what's possible here you know, maybe notice notice the number of people that are baking bread, that have gone back to um, something that people did years and years ago that connect them to the earth, that connect them to food. There, there are some amazing things happening as people are cooking more, are communicating with family more. It's very difficult. The, the group that's having the hardest time with this, of course, are people who live alone and and. and People that are separated. I'm separated from my family. Nobody wants me. I'm living in Florida, so nobody wants. I'll, I'll go join in Florida. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you are. Just kidding. Yeah. Well, you know what? There, nobody wanted the New Yorkers a while back. We we were shutting our doors to New Yorkers, and now the tables are turned. Uh, but wait, wait, wait before you, I, I know you said that in jest, but that might be an interesting little thing to throw out there. Not relating directly to you, obviously, but yeah, if you were in Florida two months ago, you might have thought that you've dodged the bullet, and you know that's New York, that's Connecticut. You're now at the epicenter. I mean, doesn't that kind of play with people's minds too? It's really playing with people's minds. I had a long, long talk with my yoga teacher today, who's a very, very good friend, and uh, she's been doing she's been doing these, you know, on Zoom. We've been we've been doing yoga, and, and and she's very concerned with what's going on. And we talked about we talked about our children. Our children, you know, I I get every time I even make the suggestion that I'm going to go somewhere and do something, my daughter reminds me of how the numbers went up. <laughs> you know, I'm getting I'm getting sure. a reminder. You know, so this is a total reversal now. It's it's the younger generation that are saying to the old older generation you stay at home you have to stay exactly. home mom <laughs> you know dr lock think... doctor dr yeah, Lockett. I mean, we've we've been talking so much about getting into a positive mindset um and it's so we've talked about this on a couple of different podcasts how important it is 
to have that human connection. And people are using Zoom to connect with people you just mentioned. It's so important to remind people that you need to have that connection. And something as you had mentioned earlier about the pictures of nature and how that helps folks, I want to point out to everybody that you can go on YouTube and find meditative videos that have these images, that have Mm -hmm. guided meditation or music, and help you get into that positive mindset that way. Dr. Lockman, do you agree with Joanna about maybe it's not a good time, especially if you're alone, to be focused on the nightly news? Oh, it's definitely a horrible time to focus on the nightly news. The nightly news is hammering home all of the negative aspects of this. And I've seen a couple of newscasts where I was absolutely amazed because they had one story where they focused on all the negatives and how bad everything was going to be. And that story was five minutes long. And then the following story was how one of the pharmaceutical companies is having great results with one of their clinical trials. That was a 30-second story. Well, it goes to what Joanna just said. When it bleeds, it leads, doesn't it? Yep. Interesting. Any other uh, questions, Dr. Luck? Go ahead. The media has always done that. So, well, we're actually coming near the end, so I just want to get one more question in. For people who find themselves in that negative mindset, what tips do you give them to help snap them out of it? I always, when, when I've got somebody that's in a negative mi- mindset, I always go first to gratitude. I always go first to gratitude. So if I'm in a conversation with them, I will ask them about things they're grateful for. And if they're not able to find any of those things, um, I will suggest things. You know, do you have a favorite place to walk? Uh, Do you have a favorite hobby? Do you have a favorite food? Do you have, as soon as you shift to someone and then go deeper into the question. So if someone said to me, you know what, tell me a few of the things that have always made you happy. I might say, you know, I walk at the beach a lot. What is it about walking at the beach that makes you happy? So when you when you take someone down further into a discussion of something and ask them about the details, because you said it before, the brain can't tell the difference between something that's real and something that's vividly imagined. So what I've been doing is asking people to go back into their memories, something that's vividly imagined. I have been sitting here myself looking at little movies of my grandchildren because I'm missing a whole more than a half a year here. So I've been going back and looking at the little movies and allowing myself to feel what I felt then because I know then my body takes over and my and my body is getting the benefit of all the good chemicals, the serotonin, the, 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 the oxytocin, the dopamine, all the good chemicals that was flowing when we were actually sitting in the kitchen making meatballs, I'm getting. So the more we allow that and the more that we do that with each other, call your loved ones and talk to them about wonderful times. Talk to them about what's the weather like? Is the sky blue? Oh, I saw a rainbow today. That was amazing. Get people to, to look at their lives differently. That's the blessing here is that we're, we're learning to look deeper into the things that give us joy. That's interesting you say that kind of in closing because uh, Eric is right. We're up almost at the end is that maybe the silver lining would be that people will, after getting through this, 
have a much better appreciation what they do have versus what they don't. Absolutely. So yeah, before that's, we so, that's so key to focus on that. Agreed. For our listeners out there, Joanna, how can they get more information on you and your company? I am at returnonhappiness.com. Returnonhappiness.com. That's fantastic. Eric, great guest, correct? Absolutely. Some absolutely fantastic information, and people should really follow through on what she said. Focus on gratitude. Focus on positive thoughts because it's amazing the effect that has on your body. Great. You're still Any right, final Dr. Thoughts? Eric. <laughs> Joanna, you agree with that, don't you? Oh, I completely agree with it. I completely we are we are not a separate body and a separate spirit and a separate mind. We are we are all we are we are one thing. So when we when we think differently, we impact things differently. And I think that's the place we need to go and get some exercise. That's another key thing that many of us are missing. Our usual we're not going to the gym and things like that. Keep moving your body. Put on some rock and roll music if that's what you love and and or whatever music you love. Put it on and shake and shimmy and really let it go cuz that's really good for your body and your might brain. spawn another career. Well, thank you, uh, yeah. uh, Joanna Brandy. Thank you so much for being on Carnivore Radio. And we'll be back next week, Eric, won't we, with another exciting guest. We will. You can catch us live every Friday at 4 at blogtalkradio.com slash carnivore radio. You can also listen to the replays as, long, as well as our Carnivore Bites podcast at xvadio.com slash podcast. You can also catch us in the Apple Podcasts app, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you find podcasts. See you next week. See you next week. Joanna, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you. still there hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.